if you ever feel like something is very, very wrong, wrong with life, wrong with yourself, I understand. I have that feeling too. But in actuality, that feeling isn't wrong. That feeling is just being human. That intense feeling inside is the feeling of existing, of being alive, of being a person. It's a mountain to climb. It's a test to pass. It's a challenge we are ultimately worthy of. And rather than dread or resent this challenge, we can embrace it. We can learn from it. And we can celebrate it. Life is very intense, but that doesn't mean it's bad. Understanding this is what partying is all about. Adults only. Explicit content. Bad language. Controversial topics. Ian hates music. Warning. Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Ian Hates Music. My name is Ian. And my name is Dave. Dave, once again, I am sick. I fucking hate this weather, but I am very excited to be talking music tonight. Yes, yes. The weather, I had a flash of brilliance over the weekend. It's had some sunshine. Back to snow tomorrow. Yep. Awesome. Except no flash of brilliance, just cold, nasty, nasty, nasty weather. <laughs> The best kind. <sighs> Here in the Northeast, I guess. So anyways, yep. we are going to stop this small talk because we have so much to get to. And I have a bachelor party to go to. So, oh boy. yeah, we kind of have to finish this <laughs> so that it can actually get out there. So we are going to take you to our brand new segment. Ian hates Warp Tour. God damn, I'm good at titles for segments. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dave, we are over our excitement from that awesome segment title, and it is time to talk Warp Tour. Obviously, the big announcement went out on March 1st. It is obviously next week's show, so now it is time to talk about it. What were your initial impressions? My initial impression was, what the fuck, don't announce this in a video format. That was a pain in the ass. I had to pause the video at a certain point and wait for them to actually post the lineup. You did. I think you sent me a screenshot. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Which I appreciated. Oh, yes. I don't know why they wanted everyone to watch it so they can get their streams up, I guess. But Yeah, yeah I guess. Yeah, it would have been nicer just to put the list out. But obviously, many places went ahead and put the list out right away. I posted on social media the main poster that they yeah. end up putting out later. And what can we say? Once again, I was right. About which one? About everything. About there being no reunions, <laughs> about there being no big oh, yeah, bands, yeah. all that stuff. 
<laughs> yep. But I will once again say, I am happy with the lineup. I have never been unhappy with a Warp Tour lineup, but when I look at people talking about this, a lot of people are extremely pissed. Yeah, and those reasons really go into the whole entire I'm only doing this date type of thing, you know. I think the state of Florida just got completely ripped of all of these like one-off, one-date bands. <laughs> right. Well, and that is actually a very good point because I don't know if I've ever seen it like this where there are so many yeah. bands playing one or two dates and that's it. Just to say we're playing the final warp tour. Yeah. Um man, there's so many like that. Um I actually have a post here of all the bands that pulled that shit. Under Oath, three dates. Asking Nickelback, six dates. <laughs> what? Bear two <laughs> Bear two, three, bowling for suit four. Some 41, one, Taking Back Sunday, one, all-time low, three, who gives a shit? The used, <laughs> 10, I don't want 10. Silverstein, this surprised me, only six. Mm-hmm. Um, Knock Loose, only four. So those are some of the highlights to come off of that. Well, how about this? So what date are you going? I think mine would be the 18th or the 19th of July. So now, do you know who you're not going to be able to see that you want to see? Um, I think it would be like the Cincinnati date is full. I mean, there's no complaints at that date. That's awesome then. Yep. I got lucky there. Very nice. Well, my date is 727. That's in Mansfield, Mass. And the one thing, once again, I've been talking about it since they announced the dates. It is finally a Friday date. So I am extremely excited about that. So let's put that up right away. I'm very happy about that. Ooh, a Friday day. I don't think... Oh, man, that's a good point. Mine is a... Oh, God. It's like a Wednesday, Thursday. (laughs) Which is what I normally get here in Boston. So for me, this is fucking awesome. In the immortal words of Andrew WK, who you heard at the beginning of the show, the power of partying, my friend. The power (laughs) of partying. So yeah. Let me let me say the negative, I guess, because that is part of the show. We're going to talk a little bit negative because we're realists. So yeah. here are the bands that will not be on my date that I want to see. I'm obviously not going to list all of them because I don't want to see every Warped Tour band. But these are the bands that I know are playing select dates, like Dave said, that I will not be able to see. Beartooth, Black Veil Brides, Falling in Reverse, Knock Loose, Under Oath, Dead Girls Academy, Phineas, and Friend of the Show, Picturesque. Damn, a couple of those cut pretty deep. Yes, but I am excited for the rest of the lineup. Yeah, here's a better question. Is, are there any band that you're going to be seeing that you have yet to see live at all? Yes, actually, and that's one of the ones I'm most excited for. I get to see friend of the show Capstan for the first time. Oh, that's sweet. Yep. Yep, so I'm very happy about that. What about yourself, Dave? Is there one band that you're completely looking forward to? I would say it would be Knock Loose or Silverstein. Um they're both on my on the I think Cincinnati or the Cleveland date, and I'm really excited to see them. Nice. I'm most excited for Dayseeker, but I've seen Dayseeker. Right. So same here, yep. same here. But I've also seen Silverstein a million times, and we are going to get to that later on during concert review time as well. Oh, yep. But all right, let's go through the lineup just stage by stage, right? Yep. Sounds good. Well. You know what? I don't want to read every one of them. So how about we just go and we talk about the good ones that we want to talk about 
on each and maybe a bad one if they come up. Okay, okay. So on Journey's left foot stage, I am looking forward to seeing Mayday Parade. Mm-hmm. And that's about it. Because I'm uh, not getting besides I'm oh, and asking Alexandria. Or asking Nickelback as you call them, yeah. which is still a little weird, but Asking Creed, yeah. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, Journey's left foot stage, I think you mean you talked a little bit. There's nothing that really stands out to me like huge on this on this uh this stage. I feel like most of these bands peaked in 09 um or before that. Mayday Parade, um, baby. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I I'd be most excited to see Mayday, if any. I know you I know you're jumping up and down for the 303, but Oh, I will. As long as they have Kesha show up, I'll be at that stage. No doubt <laughs> about that. Forgot all about that. Right. And we'll bring up the worst band that's on the whole lineup but we'll talk about that maybe in hate mail today Ooh, uh hint hint yeah so we don't have to bring them up now journey's right foot stage i was looking down this list here i'm happy about movements real friends and that's about it i mean four years strong does a very good job live but they've been kind of phoning it in lately yeah, I would agree with that. So um, I'm going to go with those ones. Yeah, and I'm not sure if I'd be excited, but I'm very curious to see what what will issues play. Probably something new, and then anything that has less Michael Bond in it. Yeah. Um, yeah, this stage really didn't stand out to me at all. I've never seen Falling Wind Verse. I would maybe catch a glimpse of that. Um, Four Years Strong, I'd love to see like you mentioned, and mm-hmm. movement. So we're on the same page on this one. Yeah, there we go. Now, Mutant Red Dawn stage, I think is the reason why I'm most happy yeah. to be going to. <laughs> and what's funny is it reminds me of two years ago because almost yeah. every one of these bands was on two years ago. Really? Yes. Uh, yeah. This is a pretty packed stage, I will say. Really, really it is. So for me, Ice Nine Kills is one of the best bands I ever saw live at Warp Tour. Obviously, I see them anytime they come around, so that's obviously a great... And let me say obviously again. That is obviously <laughs> a great pickup for this stage, and I would love to see them. The other one, obviously, see, once again, the Amity Affliction. Even though they've been a little iffy, they are always very good live. Silverstein, they are on the Boston date, so that will be fun. Awesome. And then Wage War, of course. Hail the oh, Sun. Oh, yeah, dude. I want to see Wage War really bad. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I talked over you. Hail the Sun as well. Fuck yes. And you know I'm a fan. My Children, My Bride. Okay, yeah. Um, I've been meaning to ask you this, and that just, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, I know you've seen Hail the Sun live a couple times, but you've never told me how you felt. No, I have never seen Hail the Sun live. Really? They're on tour with... I know you did a concert review for capsize when they were with idola or something like that yeah but i think i missed them oh damn i had the set list wrong like i didn't even know if i was going to make that show it was only i knew i was going to have to put out the show that night so i just went over to see capsize okay okay yeah the venue's like right across the street so that's why Uh i was able to do it but yeah and by the way i almost completely forgot well should we go to the mutant white lightning stage as well or wait for that one I'll wait for that. Okay. One. There's who some, else? There's some big ones. Here. Yeah. Who else are you looking forward to? Oh, uh, uh, and curiosity has me again of Crown the Empire. I'm, that's going to be a shit show, I think. Um, wait, you just went to the White Lightning stage. Oh, yeah. I would say this stage would just be uh, Silverstein, 
ice nine kills the amity affliction like you said i mean you you tell me that they they do pretty good live yeah but um they've been on the down slope so we'll see what happens true but live i don't think so okay all right so now mutant white lightning stage here where you can say crown the empire oh yes crown the empire oh boy i am interested to see what they do now without david yeah wonder what he where he went didn't he any s- update on that well we played his band one time yeah. but then i never heard anything else again no so i'm not exactly sure on that one i love this stage though man this is my favorite stage day seeker hail yes. the sun knock loose every time um, i die yep uh under oath for me oh you get to see under oath that's great yep very nice i'm looking for look motionless and white always does well and i have seen them at warp tour and they killed it so okay yeah that's a stack stage no that's true and i always almost forget about day seeker and then i don't because they're amazing <laughs> yeah incredible band the actually i almost ended this like we were done but there is a whole nother stage the <laughs> owly.fm stage which i've never heard of before yeah, what the fuck i don't fucking care but they don't sponsor the show so i'm not going to talk about it <laughs> but i like as it is so okay. as it is assuming we survive friend of the show broadside friend of the show capstan like i said dead girls academy won't be there i am a fan of don brocco so i'm excited yes. about that <laughs> and then sleep on it friend of the show sleep yep. on it will be here as well so i will enjoy that and trash boat wasn't bad when i saw them live my question and maybe wait oh and don't forget make out i'm gonna go uh, yell dude. whore at the top of my lungs yeah dude make out and real friends are colliding oh shit that's, that's right where, that's where the beef was oh man if i am backstage doing interviews that will definitely come up Oh, yes. That will absolutely, but maybe that's why they wouldn't have me backstage for Warp Tour. <laughs> all the AP people, all the Rock Sound people, we probably wouldn't get along very well. No, not at all. Um, but yeah, you have a whole bunch of friends. We have a whole bunch of friends of the show on this stage, man. There's like four or five. I mean, and you're probably hiding a couple from me. Well, it depends on if you're able to see them compared to me. That's the problem. Okay. Yeah, that is always the issue. So hopefully you get to see him and you can go talk to him and whatnot. Say, hey, I'm on Ian Hates Music. And they go, who? (laughs) (laughs) Ian Hates who? Now, who are you excited to see? Well, I I think it would be Capstan, man. Um, I would like to see Broadside. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen Picturesque and Phineas. Oh, my gosh. How the hell did With Confidence get on this stage? Yeah, well, I was waiting to go into that. Because what the fuck? that was my literal one question. Because the band that we're going to talk about in Hate Mail, I totally understand why they're on Warp Tour. Yeah. Makes sense. This doesn't because how many sexual misconduct allegations you have against you before you're not allowed to be around underage girls for the whole fucking summer? Uh, yeah, they're going to play the role of that. That a front porch step did that one year when everyone just hated him. This is almost a fuck you from Warp Tour to people saying like, <laughs> "Look, it's our last one, and we don't care. We're gonna put a bunch of like, I don't want to <laughs> say book alleged you for the full tour." <laughs> but holy shit, like you can't have more allegations against you. Like, how is this a band? I I don't know, man. I that blows my mind. Full tour. Maybe it's part of their rehab where it's like, hey, you gotta <laughs> throw them into the worst situation possible for them. Yeah, I, yeah, it, it's either a bad move on Warp Tour's part, or they just really just 
because I think with confidence, you're going to catch shit the entire summer. You would think so, or maybe people just don't know the stories. I don't I don't know. Once again, it is alleged, but they definitely got rid of one member, and then their frontman also had allegations. They canceled multiple tours and said they were going home to rethink things, and yet they're playing the final Warp Tour. Yeah, what the fuck? I don't get it. I don't understand. Look, maybe the caveat is they're not allowed their cell phones throughout the whole tour. (laughs) No, no, let's ask the question now. Do they last the entire tour, Ian? Yes or no? I think Warp Tour just doesn't care. Do you think they that you don't think they'll be too discouraged and just go home after like being ragged on? For oh the first... no, no, I don't know if they have feelings. <laughs> think of the things they did to people. I don't know yeah. if they really have feelings. Probably a bunch of sociopaths. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, whatever. Look, for me, anyways, as long as all these bands don't play at the exact same time. There are so many bands that I just love seeing live on a regular basis, plus a couple new ones that I'm very yeah. much looking forward to, that for me, this works out very well. Yeah, and in this um, entire... I don't know if you know this about me, Ian, but I've never been to Warp Tour. What the what? Yeah, so it'll be the last one I'm going to go. Last time, first I hope time. to go. The issue I'm having is I need to have a, a tour buddy to go with me because uh, here's a little bit of an announcement, everyone. Uh gonna be a dad so what? Uh, she can't exactly what, 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 what? <laughs> <laughs> congratulations man yep she's on the she's sitting the bench she's not allowed to come this is how good i am at keeping things from people i knew about this for a while now and once again said nothing <laughs> that's how good i am you're a steel trap i am damn it it's very true <laughs> so yeah man i mean you can probably find some. I don't know. I've been to Warp Tour alone before. It, it could be fun. Who knows? Well, as long as you have something to do the whole time, which is watch yeah. bands and just like look around and people watch. Like, there's always yeah. something to do. Yeah. How far away is your date from a? How far of a drive? Like forty-five minutes an hour. Okay. All mine are about two. Right. That does kind of suck, but I think for the show you also have to go. Yeah, I have to go. <laughs> so. I understand a lot of people are pissed off. I can't be pissed off because a lot of my favorite bands are on Warp Tour. Like I said, I really have never been pissed off at a Warp Tour date. The only thing that I guess sucks for me is I there are lots of friends of the show that are doing Warp Tour, but they're all doing smaller dates far away from me. So like Everyone Dies in Utah, All Terrace, like bands like that are playing Warp Tour, but they're playing one or two dates really far away. Yeah, I was going to also mention with this uh, lineup. I feel like there's no, I don't know. I mean, all these bands I know pretty well. I'm not sure it was just because we know music better than most people, but I I don't feel all there's people. many up-and-comers, you know? No, besides a band like Capstan. Yeah, I was going to say Capstan. But other than that, there's not that many that are really like, all of them are kind of rock solid and have a good foundation in the scene already. Well, I'm interested like a Dead Girls Academy that even though they're not playing as many dates... Like, they are a victory band who's been, like, thrown out there but has nothing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they played with Falling in Reverse out of nowhere and got on that huge tour, and then now maybe they're coming out with a new album soon. But it's going to be interesting to see how they react to being on a final Warp Tour. Yeah. I, I'm not I'm not really familiar with them. Just a little bit. But um, the final Warp Tour, man. So you're would you say you're satisfied completely, or are you kind of upset about those missing dates? 
You know me, man. I'm always satisfied. <laughs> <laughs> I was all smooth there. <laughs> yeah, man. I, like I said, I'm completely fine with this. I am happy I did the pre-order. I get those really nasty shoes as well. So I'm all good. I'm all good with this, really. But I was right. Once again, I mentioned it. There were no reunions. There were no huge bands. There was nothing special about this except that it's the end. So if you like the bands, you're going to like this. But I know a lot of people really pissed off. They're like, can't believe I pre-ordered tickets for this. You know, we don't even have to go into the story for C News. One of the reasons Blink-182 probably isn't doing warp Tour is because of Skiba's throat surgery. That'd be a good reason. Yeah, you can't really do a warp Tour. Plus, once again... I've heard it from every band that's done Warp Tour. I've heard it a million times. Warp Tour is the hardest tour to do. It's amazing and it's a great, you know, life-changing event type thing to tell people about. Yeah. But no huge band that's been doing this for their entire career is going to be like, "I want to do that full tour." <laughs> yeah. There's no way. That's just not the way it works. Yeah, especially when you're older. When you have families, when you have things like that, are you really going to want to go away and play all these fucking hot dates where you don't know when you're going on stage? You could be going on at 11. You can be going on at 8 at night. You have to travel. You have to deal with all these people in terrible conditions. Why would you want to do that? No. Yeah. I, I, I can understand why some of the some groups really don't want to do this. Um, that actually goes right into a good segment of... Uh, oh, who do you who do you feel should have been on this lineup and maybe they're they're usually on the lineup I should say and they're just missing. I thought that with Silent Planet having their third album done, mm-hmm. yeah, I thought that would have been a really good time. But maybe it's because they're out on tour with the Contortionist that they're just like we're gonna focus on that, not anything else. But they were one of the best bands I've ever seen live at Warp Tour. Yeah, and that was definitely one. Um, Silent Planet, uh, Dance Cabin Dance, their album's done too. Ah, okay. I kind of was, I was kind of hoping Capsize would be on it, honestly, too. You know what? That is true, but I think that's another one where Capsize is touring so much right now. Yeah. That I don't think that that's something that they want to do. I mean, I could be wrong, but it also, to me, that doesn't seem like something Daniel would really want to do. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'm incorrect on that one, but I think he wants to work on all the stuff that he's working on right now. And that's the thing. Working on new stuff at Warp Tour is very difficult. Yeah, I mean, I've had the honor of seeing uh, Capsize before live, and that was one I I really want to see them live again. So. (laughs) Oh, well, sure. Here's one. Obviously. Where is Hands Like Houses? And I don't like that band, but I just figure this is is where (laughs) they would be. They took your criticism to heart. Good. And they are going back to retool. Thank goodness. Um, Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, Emma Rose has been quiet for a while. Also, not too upset about that. But there's another Circus Survive. Um, I'm thinking of bands that recently had like albums and they're kind of, I know that Circa is on a kind of a big tour, but they're with Hail the Sun. And Hail the Sun's doing, uh, I know, a good part of the tour, so. I just don't think people really care that much. I guess not. But I care. You care. And we're going to be going to Warp Tour. So if there are any other big announcements, we'll definitely cover it on the show. Yep. But until then, you know, we'll have our reviews when we go to the shows. Yep. Looking forward to it. All right, Dave. I think that's the end of the inaugural 
Ian Hates Warp Tour, once again, amazing title for the segment. <laughs> we will revisit that at some other point, but right now, it's time for Scene News. Scene News time, and we are going to run through a lot of these. Let's start off with a nice story right away. Newfound Glory is doing a benefit for the, what is it, the Majori Stoneham Douglas High School? Yeah, yeah, it was a high school, yep. Yep, the one that had the terrible shooting Yep, that occurred recently. And apparently what I didn't know is I guess half the band went to that school. Wow. If I have that correct, I'm pretty sure that's right. I could be It would make sense but I think that's right. doing the, the benefit there. A benefit for it, right. So they're going to be doing that as well as Chris Caraba yep. of Dashboard Confessional and Ryan Key of Yellow Card doing acoustic sets. So that is very cool. Yeah, and I guess cool. most or all proceeds are going to benefit the high school. Awesome. Yeah, that is very cool. Next up in another festival, I guess we're going to call it, they have Ink Carceration. Ooh. I-N-K. Yes. So it is a three-day music and tattoo festival yeah. that is going to take place in Ohio State in the same, I guess, jail that they shot Shawshank Redemption. Oh, yes. I've been there multiple times for tours and stuff. It's a pretty badass place. So here's my question to you, though. When you look at the amount of people that are here now, Dave, I'm not sure you don't have any tattoos, right? Nope. Does it interest you at all? <laughs> no, not at all. <laughs> okay. So then maybe this festival isn't for you. No, it's kind of, it, the lineup. It's kind of a butt rock festival. Um, <laughs> it's true. But uh, well, that's the thing. Maybe day one, maybe Friday maybe. because a day to remember and rise against. But then you'd also have to stand up for of mice and men. Yes. <laughs> and then I will say I've seen Bush live. I've seen Our Lady Peace live. Both bands have done excellent okay. live for me, but there is no reason that I would ever want to go to that day. <laughs> Besides, you know what? Fuel okay. isn't a bad band. Okay. Yeah, that's literally 30 minutes from my house. Oh, then you should definitely go. I'll, I'll check the price first. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. But look, any chance you have to see a day to remember, I think you should yeah. take. I kind of have the feeling they aren't going to be around much longer. Uh, yeah, I can see that happening. Which is why I'm excited to see them again coming up next week. Oh, boy. So, I'm sure I will talk about that soon. But yeah, anyways, incarceration. If you love tattoos and you love radio rock, you know, besides A Day to Remember, go see that. And then also, this is weird, everyone just takes tweets as news stories, and we're going to get to another one of those later. But they're saying that the All-Stars tour might be coming back this year. During the fucking summer, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense whatsoever because All-Star Tours would be directly competing with Warp Tour. Yeah. That doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Unless, you know, unless I see stars. It's playing the whole God. thing. Fuck, I see stars. <laughs> I know you hate them so God. much. I don't hate them. I don't like their last album, but I don't hate them. Okay, fair enough. And that's actually, to be quite honest... That's a little surprising that they're not on Warp Tour because they're like darlings of Warp Tour. Yep. But yeah, I don't know if that's really true or not, but whatever. They're going to be destroyed by Warp Tour. Oh my God, yeah. Oh, and something we didn't mention 
when we talked about Warp Tour. Obviously, the ghosts inside oh, will yeah, not yeah, be playing Warp Tour, but they had to explain why they weren't. And I think it's really, it's honestly what everyone should have thought. Yeah. They're not ready for a terrible tour like Warp Tour. <laughs> when I say terrible tour, it's not because of the bands, it's because, like I mentioned, that tour is really fucking rough. Yeah. And a band like that who's been through so much is not ready to do that. They'd probably have to hire so much special help and it would cost everything they had. Like it just it doesn't work. Yeah, that doesn't work. And I I don't blame them at all to pick the most dreadful tour to go on and skip out on it. Like I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they did a surprise maybe one show. Yeah. You know, hometown maybe or something like that, but yeah, that's just not happening. I understand it would have been a really cool like Cinderella story yeah. type thing, but just no way. Nope. And then lastly, I'm not a huge fan of this band, but we can just mention it anyways. Sorority Noise have announced a hiatus. Yes, and they are not one of my favorites. So, And I think the weird thing about how they announced it was they go, well, now you all can go out and listen to other music <laughs> and find other bands. And it's like, What? <laughs> no band has stopped me from listening to other music like how full of yourself are wow. you <laughs> that that's what you say to people unless it was completely tongue-in-cheek and sarcastic which it could have been i don't know them that well but reading the statement i was like that's pretty funny yeah that's ridiculous but now we come to the finishing move of scene uh, news this is so exciting yes dave take it away for right now so I was scrolling through my feed, and I knew it wouldn't be long, but here we have Sleeping With Sirens. They're going to go back to their roots. They're done listening to people, and um, they're going <laughs> to, yeah. yeah. The same shit you hear after every shitty album since Feel. Like, right. Well, every time. Now here, once again, though. So it's a bunch of tweets, so it means nothing. And it's not from Kellen. No. And people only care about Kellen, so it's not <laughs> from him. It's from Jack Fowler, the guitarist. And I'm not saying he's bad or incompetent. I mean, look, he didn't have anything to do on the last album, so he probably got tons of rest. <laughs> he's probably bored out of his mind. Yeah, exactly. So his three tweets go as follows. In the mood to write some 2012-sounding SWS stuff today because why not? <laughs> the age of people telling our band what to sound like is over to me. Dot, dot, dots. It's time to write what I want to write again. Devil horns. And last one. So apparently you guys want it. Give us a little time and you'll have it right back where we left off. Dot, dot, dots. Devil horns, devil horns, devil horns. Right away, let me tell you this. I don't want 2012 Sleeping With Sirens. I want 2010. 2010, yes. <laughs> yeah, because 2012 is right before Feel came out. Yep. And Feel was... Yeah. That was the beginning of the end. Yeah, it was the downward slope of the band. Yep. So whatever, if he enjoys doing that, though, once again, we're in favor of a band doing what they want. What I don't like is that second tweet. That one about people telling the band what to sound like. Yeah. That means they listen to someone telling them to make gossip. Yeah, which they've been on a different label for, I think, every release. So... I don't know. I feel like they, they're they realizing they fucked up right now. And that's not just us not enjoying the album. Yeah. That's everybody but 13-year-old girls not enjoying that album. Yeah. 
and it was a joke, and it is a joke. Uh huh. I think once you feature MGK in a song, I think your band <laughs> is just fucked. And thank God MGK is not on the Warp lineup. That was a surprise. Yes. I just don't like that they were listening to people tell them because right now, technically, aren't they listening to people telling them what to sound like? If yeah. he's like, hey, listen to all the people telling us that that's what they want. Well, here you go. We're going to give it to you. Oh, my God. That, to me, does not instill trust in a band. They're just doing things to be popular. Yeah. Yeah. Same shit. Different album. After the next release, if they're still a band, we will get the same exact tweet, maybe by a different band member. Yeah, and I don't listen to anything until Kellen says it. Oh, yeah. Well, he's official. Because he is, yeah, he is <laughs> in charge of that band, apparently. So. Yeah, I guess. So whatever. Hey, everyone, get excited. Sleeping with Sirens are going back to their roots. Yay. As always. Whatever. What a way to end scene news. <laughs> <laughs> Never thought we'd be talking about Sleeping with Sirens again this year. Gossip, gossip, gossip. <laughs> All right, man. Let's move on to new songs. All right, everyone, it is new song time, and we begin tonight with Like Pacific, Sedatives, on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Parkway Drive. This is Wishing Wells on Epitaph Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Godsmack, Bulletproof, the album When Legends Rise, comes out April 27. Let's take a listen. Now we have Fox Blood, Never Roam. Let's take a listen. And now this is going to be a tough one. Necro Goblicon. Got it. The Skin Thief. The album Welcome to Bonkers comes out April 13 on Mystery Box. Let's take a listen. Yeah. 
now the new one from Hawthorne Heights. This is Pink Hearts. The album Bad Frequencies comes out April 24 on Pure Noise Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have At The Gates, To Drink From The Night Itself. The album To Drink From The Night Itself comes out May 18 on Century Media Records. Let's take a listen. Now we've got Moose Blood, Just Outside. The album I Don't Think I Can Do This Anymore comes out March 9 on Hopeless Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have Caliban, Before Later Becomes Never, featuring C.J. McMahon of Thy Art Is Murder. The album Elements comes out April 6 on Century Media Records. Let's take a listen. Now we have the new one from Three Days Grace. This is Right, Left, Wrong. The album Outsider comes out March 9 on RCA Records. Let's take a listen. And now we have Friend of the Show, A War Within with Wallflower. Enjoy. Now we have 
And now we have friend of the show, Alteris, with Myself on Fire on Revival Recordings. Let's take a listen. Now we have eyes on satellites. She bends her arms to look like wings. The EP, The Illuminator, comes out April 6th. Enjoy. And now the new one from Kanukalpuk. This is Conduit, the EP of reworked songs from Shapeshifter called Shifted. Comes out April 6th on Rise Records. Let's take a listen. Now the new one from To Fear the Fall. This is A Better Way to Waste Away. Enjoy. And we end with friend of the show, the bunny, the bear, let go the new single through tough luck music. Enjoy. Fire, 
Wow, Dave, a lot of tracks to go over. Why don't you take it away? A lot of friends of the show through here, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, Loving it. I think one of my biggest question marks, um, are Canoogle Pook trying to rip us off doing these reimagined Hated it. <laughs> uh, Tell us why are they ripping us off? You won't believe it, but we're getting reworked songs off Shapeshifter. And it, how long has it been? I mean, it's, it hasn't been long at all. Been a while. <laughs> I just, I don't, I don't need that. Um, well, did you listen to it? Yeah. What the fuck was going on in that song? Nothing good, man. Nothing they good. They threw every random sound they possibly could. It sounded like someone was playing basketball with squeaky shoes. <laughs> sounds like the band Stomp just made that. Yeah, I, I honestly <laughs> don't understand what was going on in that. I thought it was like, I thought I had played the wrong thing or something else was playing at the same time. Yeah. It was really, really bad. And we really <laughs> liked, or at least I really liked Shapeshifter. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Yeah, that's not a good reimagining. <laughs> no. We're going to reimagine <laughs> this as a bad song. That's what they're saying. <laughs> We're going to reimagine this as garbage. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't get it. Yeah, I do not understand that. So, yeah, that was a definite low point for new songs. Um, Another one that kind of, I don't know how to take it just yet, is that Hawthorne Heights song. Very poppy. Yeah, it is. Um. I still like JT a lot. So, oh yeah, of course. I mean, I I wouldn't say I dislike the song. I would say I'm I'm curious to hear the next single. Yeah, I mean, they've kind of been going in this direction for a while now. Yeah, I, f- I fucking love their last EP or album. I think it was called Hurt. Yeah, one of the most underrated pieces they have. That's true. They kind of went back to the harder stuff, yeah, right? Man. That was a that was really good. They seem to switch around a lot, yeah. which I'm completely fine with. Plus. They're on that tour with friend of the show, Sienna Scott. Yep. Which so I am excited I for that. I don't think they're coming to Ohio and they're from Ohio. So that fucking sucks. Wah, wah. Uh, someday Sorry, I will see Hawthorne Heights. Somewhere. <laughs> Sorry, I had that song stuck in my head last That's time. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Speaking of shitty songs that get stuck in your head, I hate to go back to Warp Tour, but being as an ocean, they are missing. I wouldn't say they're missing. I'm not Bob. missing them. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, how do you feel about the Parkway Drive song? That was kind of weird. I thought not only was it weird, but it sounded like King 810 yes. for the first part of it. Yep. So I thought that was really interesting. But yeah, I don't know how to feel. Maybe it has to sink in a little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, they definitely are going in different directions. And I think my favorite song of the week uh terrorist came out with that that song was damn good yep and this blank this band called fox blood mm-hmm. a song called never roam i really really like that song yeah that was not bad at all yeah look i am all about the friends of the show this week yep from the bunny the bear adding rap yeah or like <laughs> weird spoken word rap that for some reason worked really well because matt's still there screaming his fucking lungs out yep. i don't know it just works I really loved what A War Within was doing, what All Terrace was doing. Also, this is a rather local band that I've mentioned multiple times on the show, Eyes on Satellites. I thought that was really, really really good. good. That was. Yeah, I was a big fan of that. Plus, a very local band in Connecticut, To Fear the Fall. Mm -hmm. That song was a lot of fun, and they had a great EP 
I don't remember if it was last year or not. It might have been the year before, but I also really enjoyed that EP too. Okay, yeah. Um, that Three Days Grace song was steamy garbage. Forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, we should probably stop playing Radio <laughs> Rock unless it's Breaking Benjamin. Okay, that that would cut out Godsmack as well too, right? Yeah, that was very late Godsmack. Yeah. <laughs> that was radio-friendly Godsmack, that's for sure. But hey, we haven't heard from them for a while, so why not take a listen, yep. I guess. But yeah, I think that was a pretty good list of new songs, I think. And I am looking forward to, you know, a lot of these bands. And by the way, I we did mention it during Warp Tour, yeah. but I might have to go check out Necroglomic. <laughs> Necrogoblicon? Yeah. Is that how it is? Yes. I might have to go check them out live. Yep. Very curious. Very creepy and weird and disturbing. (laughs) And it's everything that I enjoy in music. Yep. Yeah. I think that covers it, man. So until next week, I think it's time for our favorite part of the show. All right, Dave, our favorite part of the show is obviously, once again, see, I'm using obviously all the time. (laughs) It's album review time. And I got to say, I'm going to spoil it right now. I fucking love this week. Yeah. And I like this week for the fact that a lot of these bands aren't really uh, huge, I would say, but they're damn good. Yeah, I could definitely see that. So let's start off with Savage Hands, Barely Alive EP on sharp tone records dave i saw your face we were talking offline and you said ian you're never gonna guess what my favorite release of the week was i said dave we're gonna start off with it was i correct you nailed it you got it bam i knew it so this album or this ep whichever is angry alternative post-hardcore seven tracks no filler it's energetic there are gang vocals it's fun breakdowns dave what did you also like about it i love this album start to finish ep whatever you want to call it seven's a weird number (laughs) but yeah for our debut um this is incredible uh i think we we previewed red a while back and i told you then i really (laughs) like the song um yeah the rest of the album was pretty consistent with it i think the song taken was the slower song but it still was good um they released, I think, Unconditional as a music video the other day, and that was really good. Um, they're very active mm-hmm. on social media, too, so don't be afraid to just as little as cinema messages saying, hey, I like your, your EP or album or whatever. I think it goes a long way. Yeah, I definitely talked about this online. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, this is, man, I I didn't see it coming. I will say that. Um, I, was a, I was afraid that, that that opening song, Red, would be the only really song that would stick with me. But I think all sure. of them really stuck. I mean, I had this on repeat all, well, since it came out. Yeah, man. It's melody-driven, clean vocals with, like, yelling uncleans over top yep. in the right spaces. Like, it has that mix of alternative with post-hardcore. You hear some influences from bands like Siler and Breaking Benjamin. I definitely heard a nice mix of that. Yeah, I was going to say, it kind of 
for he even kind of looks like Shaylee, but he kind of reminded me of Dayshell for a couple moments. I can see that for sure. Yep. Yeah, I think they, I mean, it's one of those bands that takes the good parts of lots of bands and puts them together to make it their own. Yep. And I think, you know, Savage Hands does a great job with that. I mean, they have really fun, dark lyrics. I really loved. It's sad to hear that you're still breathing. Would it kill you to spare me from your speaking? <laughs> I don't know why. I fucking love that. Yeah. Darker the song, the better. Oh, yeah. Well, almost. I think we had a couple. <laughs> Let's not go back to a sworn in true, or true, whatever true. it was. Let's, yeah. Let's not do that. But I really enjoy listening to this multiple times. It was a fun listen all the way through, back and forth. I really think people should give this a listen, especially for being a first release. Now, I couldn't find it, but I could have sworn that the lead vocalist from this band is from another band, but I could not find it. Okay, I'll have to check it out. I think his name's Mikey or Mike. There's too many Mikeys on this show by now, man. There are lots of Mikeys, that (laughs) is true. But either way, maybe that's the reason why this sounds like a even more professional release like this isn't the first one yeah i think but very very well done everyone needs to take a listen to this and i was thinking unconditional yep. is the track we should play for sure all right let's do it So once again, that Savage Hands, Barely Alive EP on Sharp Tone Records. Next up, we have Capital North, Sea to Sky EP, and this is an independent release. This is a rock post-hardcore band, six tracks, one is an intro track. This is actually a two-member band consisting of members who used to be in Lights in the Sky. And I think for this EP at least, the vocals are really the big standout. Here. Oh, definitely. This is a uh, this is right up my alley too. I really enjoyed this. It's a smaller band, of course, but that's what I like about it. I think. I mean, I think I added this to the, our list pretty late, and I'm like, mm-hmm. shit, I gotta get this one on there because I know we both would enjoy it. Yeah, man, I wasn't expecting it. No, me neither. Yeah, it kind of came out of nowhere, and I thought they did a really good job. And I think the reason why I say the vocals kind of take precedent is because you hear a lot of passion. Yeah, definitely. And you can tell they definitely have the chops to do it right. So it's like adding kind of the softer, almost almost radio rock kind of alternative feel, but then hit you with the post-hardcore, and you might not be expecting it, and their vocals just like belt it out. Yeah, they, they have some golden pipes, that's for sure. No, they really do. But once again, the only issue is it's an EP, and I want more. Yep, which is... I- a negative and a positive all at the same time. No, very, very true. So what are you thinking for this one? I was thinking Household Wars. Yeah. Cool-ass title uh, title track right there. Title track? No, I mean, what do you mean? that's a cool-ass uh, song <laughs> title. I was about to say, you like completely messed with my head. I was like, <laughs> what's going on here? All right. Household Wars it is. Baby, we're 
So once again, that's Capital North, Sea to Sky EP, and it's an independent release. All right, here's a fun one. Andrew WK, You're Not Alone, on Sony Music. This is electronic rock, 16 tracks. One is an epic-sounding intro track to pump you up. Three are inspirational messages, which are going to be scattered throughout tonight's show. Ooh. Yeah, because I want people to be positive. (laughs) One is an instrumental, and the rest are full-length tracks. So it's a lot to listen to. Yeah, it took a minute, that's for sure. 53 of them, to be exact. No, it's a significant amount. And what I want to say, though, about Andrew WK is he's always positive. He is always Andrew WK. Yeah, he hasn't changed, that's for sure. That's a good thing. No, he really hasn't, and... This album sounds like it's directly out of 2001. Yeah, it does. (laughs) It really does. He has a way about him, and I'm sure people make fun of him, and I'm sure people don't like his music, but I don't give a shit. I really enjoy what Andrew W.K. does. Yeah, he's definitely like a... I mean, he's he's definitely a radio rock-ish type of guy, but... I did get through it, and I didn't. At the end of it, I wasn't <laughs> hating myself. So, for me to finish a radio rock album, it's got to be decent at least. Well, he's a radio rock guy that doesn't get played on the radio. I know, <laughs> poor guy. But I wouldn't even say poor guy because he does so well in everything he does. He sells out places all the time. He's constantly touring. Yeah, that has got to be the world's douchiest album cover I've ever seen. See, but now you got to be mean because a fan of his painted that. God damn it. There, there's there nothing you can ever say wrong about Andrew W.K. Oh, but it's still so douchey. <laughs> oh, you're so mean. So mean. Now, I'm sure can. you could do it better. No, 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 no. <laughs> you, you wouldn't want to know what I would do. I would make him like a zombie or rotting. That is true. You tend to show the worst in people. Oh, of course. I don't know, man. What I can say about this is it's a fun listen. If you like Andrew WK music, you're not going to dislike this. I really like the single. What was it called again? It's, oh yeah, it's called Music is Worth Living For. I should remember that because I totally agree with that statement. Yeah, I think it's like a Ian theme song right there. It honestly could be. <laughs> and I will tell you, I have two stories about Andrew WK that I probably told on the show. One of them is I remember seeing him on one of my first ever Warp Tours. Oh. And... He was so nice to everyone. He was genuine out in the hot sun meeting people before that was a thing that people did. Oh, okay. Yeah, he was out there being himself, just hanging out with people. And I remember some weirdo guy came up to him and was like, hey, man, I love your music, but I have no way to listen to it. Oh. And he's like, give me a second. And he goes into his tour bus and he brings out a brand new like Sony Walkman (laughs) and gives it to him. And at that time... Yeah. That thing probably cost like 300 bucks. Yeah. Damn. And just hand it over and was like, and here's the album so you can listen. <laughs> that's awesome. That's Yeah, that's fucking badass. He's never changed. I actually rang in the New Year with him. Oh. And I know I've talked about that on the show. But that was the best New Year's Eve that I've ever had. Yep. He played Party Hard twice. <laughs> and he played I Get Wet entirely right through. I have never had anything bad to say about Andrew WK. I will never 
have anything bad to say about Andrew WK. This was a really fun listen. You won't like it if you don't like his style of music. But if you do, you will love it the same way you always do. I'm going to end it the way it should be. Believe in the power of partying. And let's listen to Ever Again. So once again, that's Andrew WK. You're not alone on Sony Music, and he will be back to give you another inspirational message later on in the show. Now we've got Harm, what we know is a drop on New Breed Collective. This is a post-hardcore screamo band. This is their second EP as Harm. Five tracks, one is an intro. This is definitely a change in direction for them, and I would say definitely for the better as well. I definitely fell in love with this band when I heard that first single that I played on the show during new songs. We talked about it. I said how much I enjoyed them, so I was very excited to get a chance to listen to this. Yeah, Uh, this one came out of nowhere really for me too. I mean, we listened to the single, like you said, but um, yeah, the rest of it was really damn good. Um, They have how many? Is there two vocalists here? There are maybe even three. Okay. Technically. Okay. I was going to say, I know I heard it was all over the place vocally, but I I really enjoyed that. It was kind of atmospheric at times, and then it would just go crazy at times. So I really enjoy this band. So they're now on my radar. Yeah. They really recaptured that post hardcore screamo from, you know, early 2000s. It's a great mix between. Billy, who's the lead female vocalist, she's doing all the clean vocals. And then it's a mix of Andy and I guess some of Ernest, if I'm not mistaken with the names. They do the unclean, like screamo type vocals. And everything really works. I think what's great about them as well is Billy doesn't have the normal or quote unquote normal range that a you know a woman in this situation may have. Yeah. She sounds different and unique. Yeah, there there was definitely a different tone, I would say, um, for a female vocalist. I haven't heard for, well, for a good while. Yeah, and I would say, like, it's different from the anchor, who I think is very unique also because yeah. their lead vocalist does the uncleans as well. But this has a different feel to it. Much, much different. Yeah, it, it's different ends of the spectrum, I think, vocally. For sure. And no, I just enjoyed everything about this and just some insider knowledge here there will be another ep that will be released later on in the year awesome and then also they are out on tour right now so if you're in the north carolina georgia tennessee area Mm -hmm. they're going to be coming around to you so make sure you see them live but yeah man this is that kind of band that just comes out of nowhere and really hits you hard great technical instrumentation Great vocals, not only just the cleans, but also the uncleans. Everything works really well. And I'll give you maybe a little hint here. Maybe I'm not going into complete detail because 
maybe someone from their band was on the show. Ooh, you, you have a hint last week to a different band. I know. You're starting to leak them now. Yeah, I have a lot of hints because maybe they're already recorded, Ooh, possibly. Okay. Yeah, so nothing can be jinxed, you know? <laughs> but we will get to that. That's why I'm not going into complete detail. But make sure you support bands like this. They really deserve it. I want to hear new music from them. You want to hear new music from them. So let's go ahead right away. And obviously, the track I picked was Bill Dembro Beats the Devil. That is a reference from It. So here we go. So once again, that's Harm, what we know is a drop on New Breed Collective. Now we have The Burden, The Presence of Past Tense. And this is an independent release, post-hardcore, five tracks, no filler, starts off heavy with uncleans right in your face. And this is a really, really good mix of cleans and uncleans. Yeah, this, this is a solid EP. That uh, album artwork's looking very familiar recently. I think we've re- re- like reviewed two albums already with like that same kind of pose of like a bouquet of flowers or whatever it is. <laughs> but uh, no, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, I listened to this countless times. Um, are you familiar with that the featuring track with uh, Tyler Zanin? Do you know who that is? No. Okay, I couldn't find it either. So. <laughs> <laughs> No, maybe I didn't look hard enough. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, but I really did enjoy this EP, and this puts them on the map, along with every other album or EP we've listened to this week, really, man. I think yeah. all of them are like new debuts, and just there's so many more bands for me to put on the, on the radar right now. No, it's very true, and I mean, for me, this is great, straight-up post-hardcore. Oh, yeah. And I love that. People know that's one of my favorite styles. I mean, you can compare them to Harm, without the female vocalist yep. like it's really well done with the balancing of cleans and uncleans the guitar work all that stuff sounds like old school post hardcore and the way that i look at it is that like you said this ep makes me want more but what i get to do and what everyone else can do as well is know this isn't their debut oh yeah this is their debut yeah yeah it was in 2016 and it's called modern disease and it's a full length so you can go back and listen to that, I will definitely be doing it. Yes, that. 13 tracks too, so it's a big one. If it's anywhere near as good as this, yeah. then we're in good standing. So Yeah, definitely. Really looking forward to hearing more from these guys now. Um, like I said, I, I've i been blown away this week. <laughs> yeah. No, like I said, this is one of my favorite weeks. It really is one of my favorite weeks for sure. So, Dave, what track would you like to hear? I really enjoy the opening track, Moving Pictures. All right. Stay on. And you're 
So once again, that's The Burden, the presence of past tense, and it's an independent release. Oh man, this sickness is catching up to me. Dave, let's move on to the next one. For this one, we've got Rolo Tomasi, I think is how you say it. Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It. This is a Holy Roar Records release. Holy Roar Records release. Damn, (laughs) I did it. And I do not know how to explain <laughs> what genre this band is in. Oh my gosh. This is the one of the ones I like <laughs> I was waiting for your uh, description. Very different. Very, very different. A band I am ashamed to admit I have never heard of, except when we played the singles on the show. And I like them, but they didn't hit me as hard as when I listened to the full album. Yeah. For anyone that doesn't know, this is 10 tracks. The opener is basically an instrumental, but it's not really an intro because it's too long Yeah, <laughs> to be an intro. And then some of these tracks go up to like eight minutes. I know. Like, if you're going li- to, I mean, it's 10 songs. It's 53 minutes, man. That's right. a, <laughs> that's long. That's Andrew WK territory. Yes, it is. Um, but yeah, if you listen to this album, listen to it in the actual order. Don't hit shuffle. Like track one will be that intro Ian just talked about. And then the next ones are like a kind of a soft, like atmospheric. It's it's a pop song. Yeah. And then it's called Aftermath. Yeah. And then track three comes and tears you to shreds. Holy fuck, man. <laughs> this band came out of nowhere. And then, have you watched the music videos? No, I haven't. I need to. All right. You definitely do because just compare. They have a music video for Aftermath. Oh, my God. And they have a music video for Balancing the Dark. All right? (laughs) Okay. Watch both of those and go, holy fuck. Because guess what, man? This is a female-fronted band. And she does all of the vocals. Insane. It's crazy. So you have all these deathcore like whales, and then you have like angelic, like fucking fall from heaven singing, and it's amazing. It really is. Like, it's so crazy. Like, like if you really listen to this album in order, track three will punch you in the mouth. (laughs) Yeah. You never know what's coming next with this band because I would say they're also experimental. They're partially mathcore, they're partially deathcore. part post hardcore like it's everything at different times you never know when the tempo is just going to change and you're going to get some atmospheric like mathcore kind of ditty on the guitar and then all of a sudden she's wailing like she's dying yeah (laughs) and it's just brutal so crazy weird if you just heard aftermath you'd be like oh this is like a great female fronted band that plays you know, almost poppy post hardcore <laughs> or rock or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then listen to the rest of you're like, holy fuck. And I'm saying this in a great way. Yeah. This has been one of the biggest awesome surprises yeah. in the show's history, maybe. I, dude, this is the craziest album we've reviewed. It might be. <laughs> and I know we've been surprised before, but I don't know if we've ever been this surprised. No, no. I, I guess what? This is their fifth full-length album wow so we can go back and listen to tons but people are already talking about this being like their masterpiece and maybe like one of the best albums of the year yeah and i can see why i mean there's talent all over this thing 
not only vocally, obviously, because she's going seamlessly between like classical singing to deathcore, (laughs) just on a whim. But then also maybe we don't know them as well because they're from the UK. Yeah, that's probably why. There is a possibility to that. So I'm hoping by us talking about this, more people will be listening. I'm not saying we're the biggest show ever, but this is like something that I really hope people will reach out and listen to because this is the kind of band that should be in magazines. I know. And when you play them a track, I I really think you should play like 15 seconds of Aftermath, then give them 15 seconds of like Rituals. (laughs) Yeah, I might. I was thinking Balancing in the Dark. Okay, yep. So I'll go back and forth because those are the two ones where you can see music videos. Okay, yep. So I think people should definitely check that out. But yeah, everything really works here. It's just so many different genres together. And you'll just be blown away because especially if you like to be kept on your toes, you're never going to know what's going to happen next. (laughs) No. (laughs) So it's like fucking strap in people. Yeah. Because this is going anywhere and everywhere. Yeah, you have no idea what you're getting into. But I can tell you, When I listened to this and I did my research and I looked through it, I was like, holy shit, I'm so glad we got to talk about this album. Yeah. And at first I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't really familiar with them. So I'm like, ha, wonderful review this album. I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. The track one was that instrumental. So I'm like, oh, Ian already shut this thing off. Right, right. That's only the one holdback. Yep. That's the one. But then the rest of the thing is fucking super long anyway. So what does it matter? Yep. So yeah, I was genuinely amazed by this album i love when music has the ability to do that to me so we'll do what you said dave here we'll play a little bit of aftermath and then we'll play a little bit of balancing the dark Same band, people. Same band. Same album. (laughs) So once again, that's Rolo Tomasi. R-O-L-O-T-O-M-A-S-S-I. Time Will Die and Love Will Bury It on Holy Roar Records. Now we've got Friend of the Show, Pharaoh Lux, Cheap Funeral for You EP on JMB Records. This is experimental hardcore mathcore metalcore (laughs) (laughs) though i doubt seriously that they want to be in any category whatsoever yeah i think that's the type of band they are but those are just a few of the genres they're in this is the follow-up to their full length no rest in 2016 four tracks there is a shorter intro track but it's actually a song Mm -hmm. which i like 
heavy and brutal at points with not only the music, but also the uncleans. And then all of a sudden, spoken word. Yeah. And then alternative metalcore. <laughs> it's all over the place. Yeah. I love the, uh, I actually love the spoken word. He just hates everything. He does. And by the way, I did think about that. I was like, I need to dissect yes. this song. I need to dissect this song and make an outro yeah. <laughs> for the show because the intro is fine, but I need to make a new outro. But yeah, what is that song called again? I want to say that's, tr- I think it's track two, Destroy No, it's painting. track three. Oh, track Revenge Films. Yeah, Revenge Films. There we go. I knew it was track three. I just couldn't remember the name. But yeah, Revenge Films. And that's where they bring out a little bit more of their political side, which yeah. they often do. A lot of things Feralux does has some politics tinged in it. They do try, I think, talk about things that are important to them. So you hear a lot of that. And I agree with some of it, but you don't have to agree with all of it to enjoy what they're doing. Like they say, how can you care about animals when you fucking eat them? Yeah. And he's right. For me, I only care about the animals that I don't eat. I don't care about the animals that I do eat. <laughs> I mean, that's it's just true. Like, I don't eat dogs whatsoever. No. Because I love dogs. But I'll tell you what. Cats. I'll eat some fucking pussy. <laughs> oh, he went for it. <laughs> Home run, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh you left the opening there man. oh man i did but i really enjoyed this once again obviously they are friends of the show but i'm not saying i like it because they're friends of the show they were on the show yeah because i like their music that's the way it is and like i said big fan of what victor's doing with vocals ben's filling in there as well he's doing great guitar work they're really working well together once again the only thing you can say is like i wish there was more yeah, and I was going to ask you, uh, just for the listeners' uh, uh, pleasure, do you know which uh, Ian Hates Conversation episode that was? I, I, I personally want to go back and listen to it because I don't think I've heard this episode. I will tell you a fun story oh boy. about that episode. So this was one of the first okay. Ian Hates Conversations when we weren't even calling it Ian Hates Conversations, and there's the old, old, old co-host in that one. Okay. And what was funny about that more is that that was so delayed on skype that it is actually really funny to listen to (laughs) but just know it was very very early on in my career okay but ben and victor were funny as fuck (laughs) and i'm hoping to have them back on the show when we can really like have a conversation that isn't on a five second delay yeah yep but it was awesome talking to them. No Rest is a great album. This is really great as well. They're out on tour on the Northeast. I think they start, well, by the time this comes out, probably two days ago. But they're making their way up. So if you have a chance to go see them, you should definitely go see them. Because not only do they make great, weird music, but they're also really nice guys. Yep. I'll have to check that one out, too. I want to see where they're going. I would like to see this band live. Yeah, I don't think they're going to Ohio. Of course not. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. All right. So to give everyone a little bit of a taste, let's go with Destroyed Paintings of a Loved One. Desperate. I feel desperate. A brand new anchor for this emotion. It's a different a 
once again, that's Ferrolux, F-E-R-O-L-U-X, Cheap Funeral for You EP on JMB Records. And finally tonight, we have friends of the show, Eternal Void with Catharsis on Tragic Hero Records. This is Technical Progressive Metalcore, and technically, this is their first full-length album. It's the deluxe reissue, though. This album originally came out in 2014, but if you listen to the conversation that I had with Evan Hildebrandt and Kyle Davis, both guitarists and backing vocals for Eternal Void, you know that they signed with Tragic Hero, and because they didn't have wide distribution, they are re-releasing with extra tracks. So there are 10 original tracks here, one brand new track called Suspended Animation, two reprised tracks, which are redos of two of the previous tracks, and then two instrumentals. Yeah, and this is my introduction to this band, and that was a good move on their part to uh, re-release this because obviously it, it gained me as a fan and probably a ton of people being on Tragic Hero. Yeah, I feel like... I've talked about this album almost ad nauseum <laughs> because of how many times I've talked about it being released and then talking about it with Evan and Kyle. But this is a really, really fucking good album. I remember listening to it in, what, 2015, somewhere around there, mm -hmm. and liking it back then. But it's awesome for it to get a wider release. And like I said, Logan does an amazing job with the vocals because not only is he doing all those different styles of uncleans, but he also does the clean vocals too. So when you listen to the two, when you listen to the two reprised tracks, he's doing all those clean vocals there. Yeah. And that's what I like is when you remake or reimagine a track and it's completely different. Not like what Knuckle Poop did yeah. <laughs> with whatever the fuck that was. Yeah. This made it a different song. Yeah. It was like haunting a little bit and I don't know. It just really worked well. What I really enjoyed about this, I like their move to do these these uh, reprise songs, is if you were a fan of maybe a track, what was it, Virgil? I think it's like a slower track. Sure. You're really going to love uh, the reprise tracks because they're along the same lines. Um, so you really hit a big audience with this album. I totally agree. And then also, of course, technical guitar work. You know, really great drumming, all that kind of stuff works very, very well. And the bass is good, too. But if you listen to the Ian Hayes conversations, yep. you know that that's something that Evan did as well. Yep. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do in the future because there is going to be new music sooner than later. But it was a very good idea. Like, this is when I think doing a reissue works. Yes, because it just gave them time to work on new music, like you just said, and... So this, the album in between releases won't be near as long as what it usually would be. Right. And more people get to hear it, and it gets another lifeline, basically. Yes. Big fan of the hard-hitting, like, hardcore metalcore, Logan's vocals, deathcore, metalcore, all those uncleans, plus the clean vocals. Everyone definitely go check it out. And I think because it's their newest track, I think we play a little bit of suspended animation. Definitely. Sensations, I lost 
So once again, that's Eternal Void Catharsis on Tragic Hero Records. Holy fuck, Dave. What a week that was. <laughs> yeah, that was a good week. Uh, we're getting uh, that's like the third or fourth solid week in a row. And I am really hoping that people really take a chance with these bands because you're going to find something that you love. You have to. You have to. This that week. was too amazing. Yep. Too amazing not to find something like one out of eight. There has to be something <laughs> there. I was eight for eight. Yep. But there's got to be even if you're one for eight, it would still be good. Yeah. You can find a little bit of everything in this week. And my voice is almost gone, so you know that's how excited I am. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about releases for March 9. March 9 it is. We've got Between the Buried and Me, Suicidal Tendencies, Twitching Tongues, Three Days Grace, no. Moose Blood, and Too Pure to Die. Maybe we're going to be on the downslope here. Ooh, hopefully we find something again. Like this week we found like three that were kind of out of left field. So maybe the same thing. But I'm realizing, Ian, you can't say the word buried. Buried? No, it's buried. I lived in fucking England. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not buried. It's not spelled B-E-R-R-I-E-S. I, I don't like it either. That's just how it is, Ian. It's not buried. No. Tell me how you fucking say this word. A-U-N-T. A U, ah, I see what you're doing here. Yeah, motherfucker. I see what you're it's doing. Aunt bitch, <laughs> don't ever fucking come at me with grammar Aunt. and how to fucking pronounce. Ah, <laughs> oh, you piece of shit. You Ohio piece of shit. You redneck. <laughs> you redneck son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously though, it's bury. I can't bury. You're dead. The buried. <laughs> bury. You're dead. We got. I want. We're not cutting that album out next week. It has to stay. No. We know for a fact that I love Sherry's Berries, and all I want is for people to order me Sherry's Berries, but I don't go, hey, Sherry's Buried. Hey, Sherry's Buried. No, that's not how it works. Burry. Burry. <laughs> Fuck you. This is my show. I say things correctly. You, you say Ohio them incorrectly. Guy. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Between the buried and me. Between the buried and me. See, there you go. it sounds Nailed like it. you're buried. It sounds like you're burying somebody. <laughs> you. Like you're throwing berries at them. It makes no fucking sense. <laughs> or you're Todd burying them. Yeah. Yeah. And you're just dry humoring them to death. <laughs> Dave, I think after that terrible thing that you just did yep. to me, I personally need another inspirational message. Oh, yeah. You're from getting Andrew one. WK. So let's do that. And then it's time for hate mail. You think we're going to kiss your ass since you get a good review in your magazine? Well, you're mistaken, my friend. Take a self-righteous poser, wannabe writer, candy-ass pencil. Shove it up your ass! Shove it up your ass, you punk! Shove it up your ass! Never forget that you can and will make it through. Never forget the hard times that you already have made it through. And understand that in the future there will be more challenges, but also more rewards. And all of this counts as life. It's all part of true joy. Everything counts. After all, these ups and downs aren't here to hurt us. They're here to thrill us, to make the roller coaster ride of life even more interesting and spectacular.
deep down inside, we don't really want an easy life. We want an amazing life and the strength to love it with all our heart. Besides, darkness and shadow, those are not our enemies. They're as necessary and natural as the nighttime is to the day. The dark isn't bad. It's simply the light casting a shadow. Our ultimate quest is not to destroy the shadows or our demons, but to learn to hold hands with that side of life, to party with our demons. Mail, motherfucker! Hate mail, motherfucker. If you don't know already, you can send all your weird-ass random questions, whether whether they're about music or about anything else. I mean, this question I know is not about music, so that works <laughs> out perfectly. To get in touch with us, you can get in touch with Dave on Instagram, Dave of Doom. For me, it's at Ian Hates Podcast, no S, on Instagram and Twitter, on Facebook, facebook.com slash Ian Hates, and email ianhates at gmail.com. So feel free anytime, send in questions. We got a bunch of questions. We might have a new segment based on female questions that know nothing about this style of music, which would oh, be pretty interesting. That will. Yeah. Well, I mean, I hate saying it because some other show might steal the idea, but I am mentioning it on the show, so you know this is our idea. Okay. <laughs> Heard it here first. That's right. But until then, Dave, why don't you tell me the question you got for me? Okay, so Mike from The Skinny with Mike and Adam, they are avid listeners. They are make sure to comment on our, our feelings towards every album almost every week. So I appreciate them listening. They have a great show too, so you guys should really check that out. It's pretty fucking hilarious. But he brings to a Mike brought to the table a pretty uh interesting question for Ian and Was it? <laughs> so Mike Mike really wants you to break down your hate for water parks. I know a lot of people maybe don't understand Ian's hatred for water parks and where it comes from, why it exists. Is the album as bad as Ian says? What's your deal, Ian? So I want to shoot it right back at Mike and say, why doesn't he hate water parks? <laughs> because you would think someone with music knowledge that he has would be offended by water parks being as popular as they are. And I'll also throw it to you, Dave. Do you hate water parks? I dislike water parks. However, the Fall Out Boy album was... A hundred times worse. Okay. And now I'll give that to you. That's completely fine with me. But are we going to get into the semantics of saying what hate, disdain, loathing, like what they all mean? Because obviously the hate term on the show is a gimmick, right? Yeah. Everyone should already know that. We mostly talk about music that we enjoy, but we add comedy to it. Yeah. So let's get past that for sure. There is a real reason I, I truly did think about making this a bit <laughs> and just going back to the time where I pretended like I was lobotomized <laughs> by AP into enjoying water parks. And I thought, do I revisit that and have like a trigger word yep. that would get me back in that state? I don't want to do that. I want to have an actual answer to this question. So it's something that I brought up with Jackson, who used to co-host the show when we did the anniversary show. Yeah. So we talked about on the anniversary show about how when Double Dare came out, we didn't see any promos for it. We didn't see what the band looks like. It was just, here's this really shitty 
like unoriginal, boring, bland, pop punk band, dime a dozen, bubblegum, mostly pop, no punk kind of band. But they're still labeled under the pop punk band kind of thing. Yeah. And we had a conversation off air where we said, look, let's not go after this. No one's going to hear about this band again. You know, no one cares. Let's not hurt their rep or go after a band that's small. Yeah. I regret not doing that now because I didn't realize that every single, you know, magazine in the scene was going to shove them down our throats from that moment on. I will say I hated the magazines more than I hated water parks because I don't blame water parks really because if someone were to really want to push your music, if it's maybe bubblegum or whatever the fuck it is, you're probably going to say yes. And I really point the finger at alt press for my hatred or my annoyance with the band, I would say. Sure. Um, because it, it would have gone really unnoticed for me. I, I mean, I would have said, eh, and just went about my day. But alt press, right. like, they just shoved it down their, our throats. And, I mean, it's kind of not fair for me to shit on water parks as much as I am because I don't blame them. If I was in their shoes, I probably would have done the same thing and taken the, the push, you know. You want to be known. Well, I blame them because of Austin. No one knows what the other two jabronis are. (laughs) Like, no one knows who they are. But Austin spells his name (laughs) A-W-S-T-E-N. I'll never get over that. I don't care. That is one of the douchiest things. I mean, like, there are lots of girls that have, you know, weird spellings for, like, the name Kelly or something. It's like K-E-L-L-I or, like, a bunch of Ys and Ls and who gives a shit. That is the douchiest name ever for a guy. It just is. It just absolutely is. Then to play into the scene. See, I I guess the reason why I really don't like them so much is because they drip fakeness. Okay. There's nothing real about them. Yeah. That's what kills me about them. So you've got Rock Sound and AP sucking their dick, which is fine. <coughs> oh, shit. I'm really angry. (laughs) Obviously, the magazine was paid off. Yeah. I'm going to say allegedly, but I'm pretty sure they were definitely paid off. You've got Austin spelling his name like a dickbag, and you've got him doing scene blue hair. Scene blue hair, Dave. Come on. Yeah. (laughs) And I know lots of bands try and fit in. You can say, well, anyone with tattoos and, you know, all this long hair and blah, blah. There's a difference when someone goes out of their way to wear big, huge sunglasses and dye their hair blue and wear coat hangers in their clothing. It's just so fucking fake. Yeah. And that's what I don't like. If they were being genuine, I wouldn't hate them so much. But that's why I don't think that they're also good people. Yeah. (laughs) If they were just along for the ride. I'd be like, okay, but then Austin puts out weird, childish rap, like fucking mixtapes or whatever the fuck. Yeah, did you appreciate with uh, what Nikki tagged you in, by the way, on Instagram? No. <laughs> I had, I, did you see what I mentioned there? Um, <laughs> so, for anyone said. that doesn't know, yeah, Dave's future wife, she tagged me in an Instagram post of some poor sucker. Some poor rube who got (laughs) Austin tattooed on themselves 
and it's a really bad tattoo. Yes, yes, it is. Like not just because it's a water. Like you could probably make a really good water parks tattoo if you had someone talented do it. Yeah. This was really, really bad. So she tagged me in it, and I was like, I can't comment on this because I'd be too mean. Yeah. <laughs> like I just I wouldn't be able to hold back because that to me is a sad piece of shit there. Yeah. That would get that type of tattoo. Look, I'll even give him a fucking plug. I mean, you can find his stupid Twitters everywhere because now, once again, I did get rid of Rock Sound and AP, so I never see their stuff, and it's awesome. <laughs> so I'm very, very happy about that. So that's one thing out of the way. But his fucking Twitter name is Blonde Jovi. Yep. Wow. Right there, you should kill yourself. <laughs> See, Mike, see, Mike, you see what you do? Look what you did. Look what you did by asking me this question. And then talk about the rubes, the utter rubes that when the new Water Parks album was coming out, changed their profile pic to his dumb face and changed their Twitter names to his dumb Twitter name. (laughs) It's sad, man. It's really sad. And I know there'll be people out there that are like, why is Ian going after these people? Like, they just like what they like. I totally understand they like what they like. I'm not taking that away from them whatsoever. But that does not mean I can't make fun of it. Yeah. Because that is douchey. That is just plain. Like, I'm getting douche chills right now. That is just cooling me down. I was getting hot, and now I'm cooled down. I can't stand water parks because they're so manufactured. And here's what I was going to get to before I went off on a tangent on his dumb fucking name. And by the way, fuck his parents, too. If they named him that, if that's not him just changing his name, maybe they were just maybe his parents are hardworking, you know, salt of the earth people. I mean, he's from Texas and I love Texas, so it hurts me to say these things. Mm -hmm. But maybe his parents are, you know, the best, whatever. They just named him a regular name like fucking Joe. Yeah. And he decided when he was young, I'm going to be a fake piece of shit, and I'm going to change my name not only to Austin, because that's the scene place to be in Texas, but I'm also going to (laughs) A-W-S-T-E-N. Fuck yeah. No one's ever done that before. I'm going to change the Joe. (laughs) J-O-H-E. Oh my god. It's fucking terrible. So anyways, before I went off on that bullshit, for anyone that knows wrestling, right now there's been a saga that has been going on for years, where in WWE, they push this main guy called Roman Reigns. Okay. And now, this is where it differs from Austin, because I think I think that band's talented hacks. Okay. I don't think they can play their instruments. I don't think they can do anything. <laughs> Roman Reigns can work, so I'm going to take that away. But WWE has been pushing him because he has, quote-unquote, the look. Uh-huh. And there's been a huge backlash for years because he's always put into the main events. He's always pushed. It's going to culminate at WrestleMania with him winning the title. And he just gets booed all the time, (laughs) no matter what, because everyone that knows wrestling and knows how it's scripted knows that they are pushing him down the throats of the fans and they don't agree with it. They don't want him to be the one. Yeah. And that's how I feel with water parks where AP, Rock Sound, whoever else are all just pushing them down our throats. And not just water parks, but Austin himself. Yeah. Just you can't see any of their social media 
without his name being brought up. Yeah. So that's my analogy. I don't like things that are manufactured. I don't like being sold a bill of goods. All the cliches there. That's why I hate water parks. And that's why I make fun of them while also disliking them. Because it is a genuine dislike because I don't like places like AP and Rock Sound doing that. Yeah. I think it's very bad for the scene. Yeah. I think you and I right now could name a ton of pop punk bands that are lifetimes better yeah. than water parks will ever be. Because I truly don't think they deserve where they are right now. I think they paid their way there, which good for them. They can pay their way to get things. That's great. I don't like that, yeah. and I don't think the talent is behind them to show it either. No. Um, speaking of, we're on the topic of bad. We didn't even cover it, and I don't know if you even know it's available, but there are B-sides out to that original Fallout Boy Mania album. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, my God, man. Oh, I, 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 I would say listen to it, but don't. I can't. I can't do that to myself. But then also... I totally understand why you would hate the new Fallout Boy compared to the new Water Parks because at least Water Parks had some guitar somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I know that. Yeah. So they at least did that. But they are so unoriginal. They're so boring. They're so hacked. They're so blah that that is also something that I don't like. I don't like having my time wasted. Yeah. And look, I'm not going to torture myself and go watch Water Parks at Warp Tour. <laughs> I'm not going to do it. But like we mentioned, I understand why they're on Warp Tour. They're a huge scene band because they've been manufactured to be a huge scene band. So all the 13 and 14-year-old girls will be there. Oh, my gosh. I just have this vision of their signing autograph line or whatever, their booth. And there's going to be like this big guy. He goes by Ian. I don't know. He's going to be standing at like right in front of their booth. You're Spelled E-O-N. <laughs> clenching your fist, just sitting there staring at him. <laughs> no, I mean, look, I'm not going to get physical with anyone. I don't know, though, if I was walking by, I don't know if I'd be able to hold back from spitting on him. <laughs> no, I'm only, I'm only kidding. I would be able to hold back. I would be able to. Hold. I feel bad for my spit. Yeah. <laughs> but. He is a piece of garbage. Like, as a human being and as a quote-unquote musician. Yeah, I mean, I, I, if you, I, I just want to see you walk by the water parks uh, booth, man. That's all I want to see. Maybe I'll see something like the way I did with Frankie from Amur, where he's, like, genuinely happy to be around fans. Yeah. But then also, maybe water parks are like I Prevail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe they're like, oh, no, we don't want to be any part of our fans. We pretend like we are. Like, that's a complete possibility. But if I walk by and fucking Austin has those big, goofy fucking sunglasses <laughs> on and a cowboy hat or something, I'm going to be like, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. Like, that would just be it. I'd just be like, fuck you. <laughs> just walk away. I can't wait. Wait in line that whole time. Review. I just can't wait. Maybe that's my bit. Yep. Maybe I wait in the water parks, you know, signing line. Yep. And when you get up to Austin, I just go, fuck you, and just walk away. <laughs> you and dick that's bag. The problem is I could never do that because that, to me, is literal trolling. Yeah. I've never copied water parks on anything. I've never tagged them on anything. I've never tagged him because I don't care enough to waste my time. And that's – I forget what – it wasn't a show. It was a movie 
TV. It might have even been Franz might have said it when people were calling him out for call out too. Yeah. And he was like, dude, I don't have time to hate anyone. Uh-huh. And that is true. I don't have time to hate anyone. Yeah. I just happen to disdain shitty things in the scene uh-huh. because Dave, we are the scene. Oh yes. So I just want to flush out the garbage <laughs> from the scene. Yeah. That that's all. And to me, water parks are nothing and they deserve to be treated as nothing. They should have just been a band that disappeared because they don't have any talent. Instead, they got popular because they don't have talent. Mike, do you see what you did? <laughs> do you see what you did, Mike? How dare you? How this may, dare this you? This may turn into a two-parter. I, it's probably true. <laughs> I hope he enjoyed that answer, though. Because obviously there's part jokes and there's part seriousness. But I think we do, as you know, money-spending members of the scene, we do kind of have a voice. Yeah over what we like and we don't like. And that's why I stopped giving money to AP. That's why I stopped giving money to Rock Sound because I don't believe in what they're doing. Yeah. They're pushing bands like Water Parks, but then you don't hear about the bands that we just spoke about. Were any of those eight bands that we talked about in album reviews, any of them in AP? Maybe mm-hmm. Alteris. Because yeah. I think for new songs, yeah. Alteris, I think, was featured in All Press, which is great for them. I'll never take away... All press has an audience. Yeah. It's just a really shitty audience. This is a bad one, yeah. But if it helps friends of the show, that's fucking great. But I also don't see friends of the show selling out to be water parks. And that's not using selling out as like every sellout is a bad thing. Mm -hmm. What water parks did is bad. That's selling out. Boy, am I looking forward to their next release, Ian. I'm not. Phew. All right. Well, I spoke way longer than I thought I was going to on that one. This is going to be another long fucking show, and I have to get to a bachelor party, so fucking great. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. It is time to end the show. All right, Dave. End of the show time. Do that thing you do. All right, everyone, make sure you check out uh, all the things Ian's cranking out over there. Uh, he, he leaked like two hints of guests coming up. So, mm-hmm. hey, don't be afraid to send him a couple if you have some suggestions. I mean, don't be ridiculous, True. but um, send <laughs> a couple. Don't suggest Austin, Austin. coming on the show. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe you and him will bury the beef, Ian. Better than burying it. <laughs> You fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, check us out on all social media. I know Ian mentioned uh, Dave, Dave of Doom. Message me on there. I know some people are asking. They want an Ian hates conversation on Ian. Love Ian interviewing Ian? Everyone's it's amazing. I mean, we, just, we, we know a little bit about Ian. Not that much, though. We know he doesn't like water parks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, don't be afraid to send me a message. Um Make sure you like, subscribe, tell a friend. Like I always say, it's probably the most important thing you can do. So, um, true. What do you got for me? Keep on keeping on. No, no. (laughs) keep on sending messages. Talk to Dave. Dave's a very sociable person. I guess I'm not as sociable because most of the time I am editing shows and recording other shows. So it's (laughs) tougher to get a hold of me, but you can do it on Twitter and Instagram at Ian hates podcast. No S on Facebook. 
facebook.com slash Ian Hates. On email, ianhates at gmail.com. I don't know if that other social media thing is really going to work. I haven't opened it in like a week. Yeah. Because <laughs> it keeps on crashing. So who gives a fuck? It's probably by the way of the birds by now, I would assume. So we won't mention that. But yes, what Dave said is very important. Share with a friend. This show could be so much bigger. We put so much work into this and have amazing bands on the show as well. Plus, big announcement. I have actually incorporated now. Oh. This is Ian Hates LLC. Oh, boy. Which is kind of a big deal. That's a big deal. So I'm very happy with that. That means a lot of really cool new stuff coming. I don't know how with no time, but somehow (laughs) they are going to get there. That means merch. That means Patreon. That means like a bunch of really, really cool stuff. Maybe endorsements. Ooh. Huh? 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 Maybe Sherry's Burries. (laughs) So keep a lookout for that for sure. But I wanted to make the announcement on this show. Hopefully by the time this comes out, I will have another Ian Hates Conversations out. But I don't want to mention it right away because I'm not sure it's almost finished. Okay. So I'm happy about that. And I think people are going to love it. But it has to go through some trials and blah, blah. I do have, like I hinted at, plus even more, Ian Hates Conversations on the way as well. You guys are really going to love this. My schedule is packed full of really, really great guests, plus a bunch that I am trying to work in because we have so many friends of the show that also want to come back on that I am really, really looking forward to talking to. So Uh we've got a ton of stuff coming out. And what I also want to mention on top of on top of telling friends, if you hear these Ian Hates conversations or, well, actually, let's break it down like this. If you hear an Ian Hates conversations and you like the band, you like how the interview went, you're going to start listening to their music, whatever, go to their social media and tag me yeah. and say, hey, I heard the interview that you did on Ian Hates conversations. That was awesome. I'm going to be checking out your music. Or I loved when you said this and that was really interesting, blah, blah. Let people know. That this is the place to do interviews. This is the place. Seriously. And then when you see something like, for instance, I will talk about this. Ollie Sykes. It's a big deal that he just did an interview with Kerrang. Yeah. And I have nothing against Kerrang. Mm-hmm. I'm saying he does that interview with them. Why not reach out to Ollie and yeah. say, hey, I'd love you to come on Ian Hates Conversations. There we go. It's just that easy. Any of your bands that you like that you know I'll like. Mm-hmm. Reach out to him and say, hey, go on. Like, I want to hear an in-depth conversation with you. Yep. That's the way to do it. That really helps the show. And it helps out the people who have been on the show that they know that they are reaching people. Yeah, definitely. And that's a big deal. So I think that's the end for right now. I need to get to that fucking bachelor party. So, Dave, do you have any final words for everyone? Don't be a dick, guys. And now I will leave you the way I always do. But I am also going to leave you with the final inspirational message from a Mr. Andrew W.K. And I will leave you the way I always do. Long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. In the midst of all the doubt, all the uncertainty, all the frustration, all the confusion, we must never lose sight of the parts of life that we're absolutely clear about the parts of life that bring us undeniable and reliable joy. 
These are sacred. They give us strength. They give us pure physical and emotional energy. And that purely good feeling that tells us that life really is worth living, even when it's hard. The truest part of ourself is found inside the clarity of this feeling. This feeling is the life force. It lives inside the undeniable love that we have for the people and aspects of life that bring out the best we have to offer. Let this love define us. Let our spirit be fortified by this loving clarity. This love is our destiny, and our ultimate quest is to protect it, to amplify it, and to rejoice in sharing its power with all the world. So goodbye to So alright.